All right, everyone, this is Tim with the Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk entertainment. I have a video coming out right now. I'm going to do this right before the video because the Giants have waived seven, so I want to make sure we get the waivers out. Uh, what's his name? Um, so before we do the t today's video, I'm going to record this in front of the video, then be patient, and a second later, the other video will start. Yeah, let's see. You got uh, which of the Joshua? Let's see. Josh Rivers, Rivera's, whatever his name is, got waived. The offensive line, we knew he wasn't going to be. Yusef Corker got waived, which is kind of surprising. I think they're going to be moving him probably to the practice squad. We waived the kicker that we signed to hold on to Graham Gano. Doss, the wide receiver, got moved out. Uh, Griffin, the defensive back, got moved out. Eric Smith got uh, got moved out, and um, that, he's the. Um, he, of course, is the offensive lineman. We also lost Travis, uh, whatever his name is. I can't even think of his name. The guy, uh, he was the, one of the wide receivers we dropped. Um, this is going to be a precursor to getting down to 53 men. It is what it is. These these were probably expected cuts except for Yusef Corker. Uh, I would be surprised if he is not moved to the practice squad. And also at this point in time, we're also taking a look at there are some trade rumors in reference to Darius Slayton. Uh, it seems that uh, there's some of the news has that the Giants have gotten a handful of calls on the fourth year wide receiver. So it's interesting to see if they're going to be moving on to him. Per, per some sources from Adam Schefter, Adam Schefter, I can never remember Adam Schefter's name. I got, I tried, I'm trying to get into Google. He says here, Giants have gotten trading queries about Darius Lane per sources. One or more named to be uh, named to watch in a busy week of moves. So, you know, we got to see if they move, if they move on from Darius. It's a mistake. Because outside of Kenny G, who's not playing well at all, he's our true outside wide receiver. Um, it is what it is. You know what? And like, like I said, this team is just a team. Is are we talent laden? No. But you know what? We we need to find talent on this roster. And you know what? We're gonna start. You know, we're gonna leave it at that, and we're gonna jump into today's video. Hope you enjoy. You don't need to freak because deep down places you need to talk about parties. You want me on that ball. You need me on that ball. That's right, everyone. This is Tim with the Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk entertainment. And it's going to be one of those days. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. I'm going to probably offend some people. I'm going to piss some people off. I'm probably going to lose some subscribers. But you know what? It is what it is, because honest, truthful talk sometimes needs to be said, needs to be done. We need to talk about the ghost of Gettleman past, the ghost of salary cap past, the Giants wide receivers, the injuries, the upcoming game against the Tennessee Titans, and so much more. Start off the news. Tyrod Taylor looks like they're saying he's going to be okay. That's not a ringing endorsement, but that's what we're getting out of the Giants camp. The den that, excuse me, that, um, that Tyrod looks like he's going to be okay. He should be good for the start of the season, which is good because, you know, honestly, we got some guys and we got some question marks for that game in Tennessee, even though it's two weeks away, that could still have some issues. Uh, but, he's, but the Giants quote is, he should be okay. For those that think Davis Webb, is a backup NFL quarterback and nothing more than a third stringer. I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. He plays well against the Home Depot guys. His career stats, I believe, is two carries for negative three yards in victory formation. He's been in the league for a bunch of years. Everyone says what he is. He should be a coach. He's a gym guy. He's a good teammate. But if he's going to be your second string quarterback, you got problems. Let's just face the facts. You got some issues in regards to that. So we have to kind of just back up away from that. Uh, do we have the luxury of carrying Davis Webb as the third quarterback on this team? Probably not. But I, I'm thinking that they're probably going to try to stash him away, or maybe they do keep him on the roster for the first couple weeks to see what happens. 
but it's going to be it's going to be one of those things. It's going to be one of those days. We got we got to we got to take a look at it for what it's worth and kind of go from there. Now, I, I, I keep seeing poor, you know, poor Kenny G. And, I, and now I don't feel bad for him because he stole 72 million from us. Not really 37, not 27. He stole like 36. But you got to feel bad for him. He was out there yesterday in the first quarter. He was out there for most of the second quarter. Really got no targets. Really got, never really looked his way. He's trying to, I, I, in some ways, it's weird because he's trying to play his way into the rotation. And that's strange for a guy that you just gave $72 million from. It, it, it's painful and it's the ghost. Ooh, it's the ghost of Gettleman's salary cap past. So many people love this signing. I hated it. Couldn't stand it. Hated it with a passion. Read, watch the video day after it. If you are on one of these content creators or people on Twitter or anything that all of a sudden is, was against the signing, you're full of shit because of the fact that you, so many people were drooling over this signing. It's unbelievable. The signs were there that he was not the guy, but nobody wanted to pay attention. They just want the salary cap because for some unknown, ungodly reason, people thought we could make the playoffs last year. But I'm going to tell you this. You were sitting there in salary cap purgatory because of Kenny, because of a bad pick with Kadarius Tony. Right now it's looking like a bad pick. And people think that the backups of David Sills and Richie James or, or some other players or CJ Board, some other players is an NFL roster. No. If you are relying on Sills, James, Board, or Doss, or any of those players, and you're on a, you're on a, you are on another team, these are practice squad guys. These are not 53-man guys. I still think Darius Slayton makes the team. He's got to make the team. He's been working extensively, of course, with the almost exclusively at times with second and third teamers, but he's got to make the team. He's our only true outside wide receiver. And if I'm keeping Bachman or Sills, I got to keep Bachman because Bachman can play special teams. Richie James is 5'8", and he's the same size as Wandale Roms. You can't have two 5'8 wide receivers on your team. But all this goes back to the bad cap management from years ago between the Kenny contract, the James Bradbury contract, and the Leonard Williams contract. It's 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 disgusting at times that people look at that some of these people look at this roster and go, oh, these are these are guys. No, some of these guys have been in the league for Richie James has been in the league for almost five years. David Sills has been on the practice squad for three. Alex Bachman on the practice squad for two. If you can't make the team after that many times, you're probably not gonna make the team unless it's due to injury or lack of talent. Smarten up some people. And that Leonard Williams contract is doing the same thing, putting an anchor around the defense. The same with the whole situation with James Bradbury. James Bradbury, you probably could have renegotiated his contract and had the same amount of cap savings. You would have probably owed some money in 2023. But when you are looking at a secondary that's being manned by the likes of Adoree Jackson, Aaron Robinson, and Darnay Holmes, and your backup's probably going to be probably Griffin, Flot. Flot can't even cover. Flot can't cover a bed with a blanket right now. And then you're going to do so have someone like Evans in there or, or Rodarius Williams. Again, these are, if you're looking at this roster, these are guys that on any other team are practice squad guys and are not on the 53 man roster. Look at it. Evans, man, everyone loves Evans, but Evans got burned. Evans, Evans is not playing well enough to make this to make a to make a playoff team roster, and that's what it is. And you got other guys. I don't want to talk about the safeties. 
you have Xavier and McKinney and question marks. Because of the fact that when you have these cap issues, when you have these cap problems, do you think that this defense would look a hell of a lot different if we had the likes of James Bradbury still on this team? Would you not think that? Would you not think you would feel more comfortable with Bradbury and Adoree Jackson on your corners and Darnay Holmes in your slot and Xavier McKinney? And then you could kind of cover for X in the strong safety position. It's amazing at times how one player, because of salary cap issues, cause you to have your team look a different way. You have to think about this. You do. It's the same thing with the offensive line. We got retreads on the offensive line, and we're concerned that Shane Lemieux is not going to make it. This reminds me of Corey Coleman all over again. I remember a couple years back when Corey Coleman went down in preseason. Everyone was like, oh, my God, we lost Coleman. The season's over. It's the same thing with Shane Lemieux. Shane Lemieux has proven nothing in the first two seasons. Nothing. John Feliciano, like I said, I got, I got, a, I got a box of duct tape that I'm going to send up here so we can just duct tape him up and get him rolling. You have to hope that Thomas Glowinski and Evan Neal are, are show something. You got, you, got the, you got Joshua coming in as a backup. You got Bredesen and Douglas and Hamilton maybe. Again, and then you may have like Eric Smith or Holden or, or Matt Garcia, Max Garcia. But again, you look at this group and it's like a lot of these guys aren't even on real teams, 53 men rosters. They're not. The cupboard is bare. I said it the other day. I thought the Giants maybe in reference to town was 28 out of 32 on, team, you know, on the NFL. But there is some talent on this roster, but this roster is not talent laden. And you have to look about back not only from the poor drafting, but mismanagement of the salary cap. We are going to be haunted by this for at least this year and possibly part of next. Because you're not getting out of the Kenny G contract. You're not getting out of Leonard Williams contract. You cannot technically really move on from Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony looks like he's, he's a waste. He looks great in spurts and practice, but he's got to be on the field. You got to be on the field. I've said this. I was talking to somebody yesterday and I said, you know what you got Denzel Mims. Go, you know what? Yeah. He's, he's, he's another guy that just hasn't shown results yet. That okay. First season in 2020 with 23 receptions, 357 yards, 15.5 yards a catch. He's yet to have an NFL touchdown. He's only got 31 receptions for 490 yards, but you know what? I would still take him over David Sills over Bachman and over Richie James. That's why I said in the title, Giants can't be mum on Mims. Go out there and try to get him. Go out and try to get some talent. Give up a late round draft choice because you know what people are like, well, the Giants and Jets don't make trades. Just ask Leonard Williams how oh, that one's working out. We need to find talent on this roster. That's the problem. And I've said this before. If you are 46 through 53 on this man, on this roster, don't, don't unpack your bags. Because when the cut down happens at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, you are going to see this. You're, you are going to see the, the Giants roster in flux. I guarantee it. But I just get more mad when people overhype this roster and people that are supposed to be experts overhype this roster for what it is. This roster, this reminds me of when everyone got hurt and we were relying on Travis Rudolph at wide receiver. It is what it is. It's a, it's, it's, it's a team that is in a rebuild. It is a team that has some talent, but not t- competitive talent to be a playoff organization. And we all knew, we, we should all know this. 
You got to, you're going to be relying on a lot of first and second year players and a lot of times rookies in certain in key spots. And you have to hope that they perform. And it's the mismanagement of this team in reference to the salary cap that really has put us in this situation. It, it, it's just, it's, it's hurtful. You know, it gets me a little, I'm more upset from the people that, like I said, are the experts who, who, who overhyped this team. And I've said it before for the likes, the clicks, the bleeps and the boops. And if you don't like what I'm saying, unsubscribe, I don't care because you know what? Real giant fans and football, intelligent football fans listen to what I say. They may not agree with it, but they understand it's football. And again, this is Tim with the Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, maybe subscribe. If you could ring that button, you know what it means? That'd be awesome.